As the market continues to chop sideways after the ETF, everybody's hungover seemingly. People seem to forget that we're still in a bull market and there are still massive opportunities here to make a ton of money if you zoom out and understand what is coming over the next few years. I have one of my absolute favorite guests here, Banter Fam. I know you guys are in the house. I've got Sheldon the Sniper joining. We've got a huge announcement, but also to talk markets, look at some charts. And of course, Dan, the chart guys in the back. Today is all about the charts, the trades, and the markets. You do not want to miss this one. Let's go, people. That's dope. What is up, everybody? I'm Scott Melker, also known as the Wolf of All Streets. Before we get started, please subscribe to the channel and hit that like button. Man, that interview with Anthony Scaramucci yesterday was epic. I've had the guy on the show, obviously, a number of times, but he really was on yesterday. We've gotten a lot of uh, comments about it, a lot of hype, people sharing clips from it. His anecdotes about Elizabeth Warren and Larry Fink and Jamie Dimon. It's one thing to have a conversation with someone and say, hey, what do you think Larry Fink is thinking about? It's another kind of uh, thing to have a conversation with someone who goes, this is exactly what Larry Fink told me. <laughs> or this is exactly what Elizabeth Warren said to me. Right. And so if you guys missed that interview yesterday, I highly, highly recommend going back and revisiting it. You can do it in 2X. We talked a lot about our wives and, and our hair. And uh, that we're getting old. Guy looks incredible for 60. But that's not what you guys are here for. Hey, listen, Ryan B., it's my birthday. Can I get a shout out? Happy birthday, Ryan B. Happy birthday, Ryan B. See, look, I looked at the comments, guys. Like a first time for everything. All right, guys. I know you don't want to hear me talk. But there's someone who you do want to hear talk who's recording his 17th show today. Shut What's up, up, brother? How, How you doing, bro? <laughs> uh, you got a big break coming up. So you're getting really ahead of it, right? What's going on? Bro, uh, yeah, please help me on that. I'm, the nerves are hitting for the marriage. Like, is it such a big thing? Like, is the day quite not, crazy? Because I'm quite are, like... Kids are the big thing, man. People get all <laughs> intimidated about marriage. And like, I, I already lived with my wife before we got married. And then we went home. We were like, I, I guess we're married now. Life is uh, exactly the same. Literally nothing has changed. It's when the, it's when the kids hit that uh, you really get the test. Yeah, bro, I got a little two-year-old uh, girl as well. She's oh, that's getting, right. You uh, have a kid. You're, dude, your marriage uh, is running around. Nothing. Marriage is yeah, like, bro, you're going to be like, uh, why didn't you warn me, bro? You knew this was coming. Like, uh, what about the heads up? <laughs> yeah, no, man, I, I guess we, were, we weren't close enough like uh, three years ago when it happened to, uh, to, to, to get you prepared. Yeah. But so listen, man, we, we're going to make some announcements here later. But first, I want to talk about the market, what's going on. Like, like I kind of said in the intro, there was the like God candle crowd, right? ETF comes, God candle's yep. going to come. In my opinion, the way the SEC handled it kind of eliminated that in advance, cleared out all the mm -hmm. leverage, gave us the fake announcement, all that crap. And we just had all these months of buildup. But what we ended up with was sort of like floating so down is, right? and now just chop at 40,000, right? So mm -hmm. what do you think? Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it's, uh, you know, whatever the news may be or whatever the narrative may be, it's sort of the same thing, right? Get everyone hyped up, get everyone to, to sort of get into this flow that this is the moment. This is where we start to shine. Uh, everyone starts to buy within the greenness. I think people stop, uh, for remembering the rules. So they come in and they, they, they start piling up on the green when things have already done, you know, uh, 
you know, Bitcoin's already done up to 100% at the time. Uh, and people are just continuing to pile in. And uh, it makes sense that, you know, we had this this big hype up and the Solder News was obviously one of the big things again. So for me, it's another trap. I wouldn't say trap, but another mechanism that the market uses that you will see a lot more in the future. It doesn't matter the narrative, anything like that. They hype you up, get the whole market in. I don't know about you, but my views doubled to tripled on the shows. Uh, everything started flying again. Interest started coming in. And that's always a little bit of the frothiness. When you start to see a lot of tourists coming in and a lot of people that haven't been there and things like that is usually the sign um, that they need some sort of flush out. So end of the day, who got destroyed from this, the latecomers, uh, who obviously made a lot of money, the guys that were accumulating the early 20,000s, things like that. Um, and now what they're trying to do is they're trying to uh, scare the, the latecomers out. So what they'll do is they'll slowly bleed the market, right? So they'll start bleeding day by day. And then the worst thing that they do is they go sideways. <laughs> and then what it does is like it really starts playing with your brain and it starts to make you... Uh, you know, really start doubting the space and start making those those very small, uh, you know, mistakes of starting to 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 get out and started to chicken out of the actual thing. And guys, if this is anyone that's feeling this right now, uh, it's a part of the game. And I think that's why this show today is going to be so powerful because I got a few tools to just help you guys with that. Uh, one thing that I'm sure you can agree with me, brother, is the TA removes emotions from thing. Yes, you still see the candles and ups and downs, but you start making a little bit more rational decisions off of what the data is showing and by doing that you will start to see the traps start to come you will start to breathe a bit on the red days i don't know about you but i've been piling in quite a bit on a couple of coins on the way down now i've been waiting for it thank goodness i didn't pile into the the hype when we, were, when we were really spiking up. Um, but now, you know, smart people are getting ready to buy. They're getting ready for investment entries. Solana was 130 bucks. It's back at 80. You know, AVEX was 45. This thing's back now. You know what I mean? Like, People are scared to buy now, but they want to buy when it's rampaging up. And I think we're here to just change that mindset and to show you how people really make money in the space. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I was I've been talking about Solana kind of all week. I sort of missed the train. I had Solana on Voyager, got liquidated like all the all the crap of the last cycle. I bought a little bit when it was much lower, but I just yesterday or Tuesday bought my first Solana of this entire cycle, right at 81 bucks. Like, yeah, nice. I, I kind of I kind of missed the move and I had bids. Basically, I still have the heaviest bids between sort of 75 and uh, 77. I mean, I can literally just bring it up. It's easier. To yeah, I think we can definitely speak it. about that. I do think it's uh, it's getting to decent levels now and there might be one more little shakeout. I think we've got to speak about, you know, is Bitcoin going to do 32K? Yeah. We've got a lot of Bitcoin on sale at, at the moment and it's quite interesting. Yeah, what's your yeah, thoughts? I just happened to, yeah, I just happened to have the Solana chart up. Like I just view this whole area and I keep seeing this area right here was that this is this is luna right everything broke down from this luna level mm -hmm. bitcoin is now testing the luna level as support ethereum is now testing the luna breakdown level as support everything that was relatively strong a lot of coins are still under them is coming back and so i had this at like 77 to 75 and then on a live stream i think on monday i was like dude my zone's wrong i need to move that up and like market bought like the first 25 percent of a position right there but the rest nice. of it's down here. And then I literally have some bids like just complete stink down in this area around 50 bucks. Just and in you case know what's nice? a complete flush. Mm, exactly. So we've got to be prepared for that. But you know what? What I like about your charts in general as well is you got your good like areas of, of where to, to possibly, you know, your, your supports, your uh, um, liquidity areas. But what I also like about it is you run the trend lines, bro. And I think that's one big thing to also just share with the audience there is the trend line is a non-predicting strategy, right? It's literally just tracking momentum as it goes down. We don't know if the flush is going to come yet, but we have that trend line to track 
when this thing is getting momentum again. And what's nice about the trend line is this thing can literally trail down for the next four weeks and you won't be FOMOing into it yet until that trend breaks. So it doesn't predict yep. where the bottom is, but it shows you the current momentum of simple lower highs, simple lower lows right now. And the moment that starts to shift is usually when you start to see a little bit of a volume spike up again and things like that. So guys, it's not about predicting the market all the time. It's just about using a couple of tools um, that can help you identify when things are starting to change. Right now, things are bearish. You know, short time frame, short time frame. I'm not saying high time frame. High time frame, we're still mega bull, but we're cooling down, right? We came from 20K, we went to, to up to 50K, nearly in one leg, which was insane. I don't know what you thought about that, but that was like- It was insane. And one, that, was, one... that was the ETF trade. Like in hindsight, that was the ETF trade. So listen, do you track, like, are you tracking? I know Rand heavily talking about it every show, you guys mm. all over this GBTC selling, right? Uh, everything's happening there. Are you strictly just in the charts and doesn't matter? I mean, I do uh, believe that it'll just show in the chart when that selling kind of subsides because things are going to start going back up and breaking key levels right and you can exactly. if you have a charts you can bring them up as well of course uh of course of course so so just to quickly chat obviously about i think what they've sold around nearly 100k right yeah it's nearly crazy. around 100k of them there's still a lot more in there the thing for me is as price goes down now their profits start getting a lot less so the, the way it sort of makes for me is that, yes, there's selling pressure now. I get it. But I do think there will be the sort of range that Bitcoin will play in for a little while. Um, as it starts making its way up, we'll start getting a little bit more sell walls. And uh, to be honest, you know, I think it's it's the perfect time for Bitcoin to possibly range. We've seen this before, the, the halvings uh, and things like that, where it's time for Bitcoin to just chill out a little bit. And maybe that's between the, you know, the 38 or the, the, the 35 and the 45 sort of range. In that time, I'm hoping we do have a little bit of a dominance pullback. And I am hoping that we have a Ethereum boost start to come with possibly Ethereum to Bitcoin, um, maybe a Ethereum ETF. Obviously, saw the the possible. I don't know if it was true yesterday delays and things like that um, that starts coming to play. But I'm actually hoping Bitcoin chills a bit because I'm annoyed. I'm running three years now of Bitcoin getting all the love and everything like that, and altcoins getting absolutely nothing. I'm one of those that would actually like Bitcoin to to range right now and to just to prepare for the next move guys in order for bitcoin to break that all-time high you know you're going to need a bit of preparation and i always speak about how sideways creates the pump and i don't know if you want before you bring that up can i quickly share this yeah um, of course i was just showing that news you said the sec delayed their decision timeline for blackrock's proposed oh, spot ethereum etf for march uh, everybody's anticipating that the sec is not going to do anything until the last possible day that they have to so I don't think it didn't even move the market. I don't think anyone's surprised, but you are right that that news sort of dropped yesterday. And also like you just described my entire thesis on this market, which is a lot of sideways. And then hopefully Ethereum starts to finally catch up. That's what I've sort of been saying as my base case. I said to tweet the other day that triggered everybody seemingly. I said, anybody ready for six to eight months of sideways? And people freaked out. <laughs> that's big about it because it could be guys end of the day sideways creates strength right i want to quickly speak about you know the, the last cycle you know you, you see that sideways momentum bitcoin literally ranged from around 3k all the way up to you know 10 12k but if you had to measure if you had to measure that this sideways is exactly the same momentum that we made to the upside like sideways is what creates result right it's what creates the sustainability of when the move actually comes so now that i've started to understand that a lot more and things like that i don't mind sideways at all and you sort of see that we had to have this amount of sideways here in order to create this result and it's actually crazy if you take the exact sideways here and you link this up it's very close 
to the exact result that we got. So in order for Bitcoin to realistically get back to all-time highs, I would have to see a little bit of a, of a range period here. Um, just to really pump it up. And you kind of saw it, saw it this time over here too, where we eventually tried to make our way up to the areas of this, you know, 14K. And we needed a bit more power here, you know, to get through that all-time high. And what I like about this though, is the hard work I think is in now, but I think that we're going to fly through all-time high. I don't think we're going to pause there much. I think the, the wall at 50K that we've just been rejected at now is stronger than the wall at all-time high. And that's why, for me, this is the period where they're really trying to hold. And I want to show you just a few few little things that I've seen here. So, you know, the big question is bear rally, you know, start a bull market. And uh, the sad thing is until we're above 48, we're still, we still kind of in a raging market. We're not in full bull just yet. Um, but we have obviously showed the early signs. But we saw this time over here where we did actually have this rally from the 3K back up to the 14K. And we had the initial bull market trend line, the initial one that... As long as we held that line, you know, those open doors to, to crazy levels to the upside until the moment we dropped it, right? So we ended up going in this long sort of a bear cycle here. Then we had this rally and we just couldn't get past this one important level, which is the weekly 618 foot for me, uh, top to bottom. There's it there and the trend. And it literally stopped right there. And now I look at the same thing here and I'm like, Tell okay, me. let's look at the uh, original one. There's the original one, right? So you can just get rid of these blocks again so you can see them. Um, we literally tagged the 618. So the scary thing now is the question is, are we going to go into that, that sort of range for a while into the halving, right? So we're going to start this sort of thing and then start to move up. Realistically, it could be an option um, because we would need a, a little bit of accumulating in order to get strength. Like if we just kept going and going and going, one day you were just going to see something like this, right? Something, something absolutely smashed. So what you want to continuously see is the way Bitcoin has done it over the last year or two has been great. Where we make a level, we chill a little bit. We make a level, we chill a bit. We go and we chill. As long as we keep doing that, it's sustainable to, to, to keep rampaging through. Um, but right now, as it stands, this is one of the biggest weekly reversal candles I've seen in a while. Uh, it is. Definitely, uh, uh, definitely a hit. Um, and a, and a nice reversal. And it's probably likely that maybe, you know, we can start looking at these sort of levels. So you can either look at this and be upset, or you can start looking at this and be like, finally, investment entries are coming available again for Bitcoin, Ethereum, and majority of altcoins, where they weren't available three weeks ago. So you can either sit and be upset now with a couple of losses, but for, for me, it's, it's the other way around. It's the, the opportunity again, because I know how fast this comes. And if you weren't ready for it, I even remember this little pump here, me and Craig were sitting in the office and we were like, I didn't buy enough, bro. I didn't have enough. Like I've been, uh, every day I pray for this bull market. And then when it starts, I'm like, ah, oh, man, you know, it's this sort of thing. So right now you need to put your investor caps on and you need to start understanding that, uh, you know, yes, we are having a cool down period. I've been having a look at a few short term things, which I'll show you over here quickly. Um, we obviously lost a little short term trend. So right now yep. we're showing a, a bit of downside, but I do think there is a, a little bounce. I don't think we're just going to go to 30K or 33K. I think it is a possibility, but I don't think just yet. The reason being is now we're starting to get the shorters a little bit arrogant. The shorters are coming out now. Uh, the people that want this market to go down. Um, and, uh, you know, they obviously got this level up here. And now what you can see is they're literally just moving down. So they sold here. Then there's the previous low. Now we come up, they've controlled this level. And then you see the next level. 
It's all the previous lows. Now they're just winning and now they're trying to hold this one, right? Um, and for me, I looked at a few things. I looked at this uh, glass nodes, which is a, it's a good thing for, for the audience to, to have a look at, uh, especially on the three-day chart. And uh, just look at a couple of liquidation heat maps, see where there's a couple of liquidations sitting. And it's quite interesting. We got sitting at uh, 38,000. We got a bunch of longs bunch of liquidations and we have up to 3 billion sitting at 41 to $42,000. So we have a lot of liquidations and a lot of these uh, pools starting to come. A lot of shorting is happening at the moment. So I am thinking that anywhere now between the 38, 37 sort of mark, I'm thinking a nice little bounce, I think a nice little push. And uh, then we're going to see, was it a trap or not, right? Because if we go up and hit this trend, it's very likely at some point that next leg is coming down um, or maybe, but this would have to be some sort of news driven or something to really bring up hype. Maybe it was all a trap. Maybe that was literally just to, to wipe out a whole bunch of people. Everyone that bought over here, which is sad, is selling right now. That's the sad thing. Everyone that bought there, they're the ones getting flushed out now and getting panked out now. Every time. So the, every time every time so <laughs> it's crazy actually <laughs> how that happens so um so yeah it's quite interesting and i'm really loading up on a lot of altcoins to be honest like for me and i'm just dollar casting into them i'm literally buying every single day uh, I'm, I'm i'm literally averaging out these areas for me total three yep. has broken bull market territory it's, it's it's given the possibilities remember bitcoin over here right bitcoin was 20 i think 25k was the high over here and it took a while to get through there. But the moment we turned 25K, we went to 28. Then we went to 25. We retested it. You know, we had 40 now. And for me, this total three breaking out over here and coming down now testing here, this is my ultimate zone when it comes just, to, to real quick, Just so people know, total three is the entire market cap of crypto minus Bitcoin and Ethereum. It's a, exactly. what a lot points. of people use as for, for just those of you who are watching and maybe don't watch Sheldon's show or I haven't talked about it enough, even though I do occasionally. It effectively gives you a gauge of what everything else is doing when you take out the biggest two. Exactly. You know, Scott, I'll ask you this this again. If this was a coin, like would you be buying it? <laughs> of course. If you yeah. look at yeah, you no, no, if you look at this one, yeah. no, but, but look at this now. Oh no, there would, I mean, would, I mean, would you be buying this? support? Oh, absolutely no. you know for me it's like yes but you still kind of this is not investment entry right but this is the bitcoin dominant i thought we were still looking at total on the retest oh, no yeah, on yeah, that yeah. dominance the, the i'd be waiting three. for that retest yeah exactly so for me it's like again you know it, the, the cycle started again it restarted with bitcoin as what it does every time now you have an opportunity of the etf narrative chilling or maybe the next few until the halving comes, then we got Bitcoin again. Um, and I do think in that time, you know, don't lose too much focus within altcoins. Don't lose too much focus in those times. For me, they still had investment entries. They never got the true pop just yet. Um, so a lot of my focus is in there. And personally, I'm not buying Bitcoin here. I do, I am saving for around 34, 35 to, to pick up some more Bitcoin over there. But many altcoins, good levels. Yeah, so let's get specific because... To be clear for everyone, you said you're accumulating all coins, you're buying every day, but long term. So these aren't positions that you have a stop loss five percent below price, and you're right. You're actually trying to buy bigger dips as they come down, which is sort of how I said uh, was my approach for Solana. What specifically are you looking at? Which coins, and why are those the ones that you're sort of choosing uh, to accumulate? Because I, I think most people look at this and are like, "There's a thousand things I could buy." Right, like exactly. What the hell exactly. Do I buy? It is tough. It is. It is tough. It is tough. I, I'm a little bit more different than others. Uh, a lot of people are looking for new narratives and things like that. Um, last bull market, I hit a couple of coins that I just knew how to invest and how to trade them. Like investor or trader, you're the same thing. The only difference is you're using a different time frame. Like if you're an investor, guys, it's quite simple. Pop on literally two or three indicators. Let me just get them up here for you. 
give me two secs. Literally pop on something called the Stochastic RSI, which is very simple, right? Look what this is showing us right now. Why, why am I dollar costing every day? Because we're still not there yet, right? We're still not at that point. You can see every time we were at these bottom points were the, the, the temporary sort of bottom areas, right? Uh, but I still know there's a couple of, uh, of bleeding coming here uh, at the moment. But for me, I'm trading a lot of the older cycle tokens, uh, tokens that actually have data. Now, reason being is, is guys, I love fundamentals, but the problem is I fell in love with every single token and I held 150 tokens through the bear market and it sucked. Same. Like it Same. made me realize that it's terrible, bro. It made me realize that this is a money game, like play money, play, make money and that's it. Like, and, and stack Bitcoin. You know, that for me has now become the biggest sign of how to trade this market. So the reason why I like older coins, and I'll give you a few examples. Obviously, Solana is one of them. Um, I'll speak about that in a sec. But things like ThorChain, I'm on it strong at the moment. AVAX, I'm on it strong. Nia, I'm on it strong. Phantom, Cardenos. You know, a lot of these older ones. And the reason being is, is, you know, there's data and there's levels for me to actually trade on. There's actually areas of where I know I can actually take profits. Like, if you're a simple charters, you could see that there's one thing that's been happening with Cardano over the last couple of months. And it's literally been in this, 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 this movement of these lower highs every time, lower lows. And for the first time, we are getting the sign, right? We're getting the early sign of the first higher high in play. And therefore, the higher low here, and you're getting the sign that this should start reversing and start giving you the next uh, sort of momentum to the upside. So for me, any token that has that's, that's obviously got some kind of fundamentals, mustn't be absolutely nothing. Um, but end of the day, I have all of these levels that I can use to actually bank profit this next bull market. The hardest thing about the previous bull market is I got into a bunch of also newer tokens. Guys, when your coin is doing this, what do you there's do, no, right? Where do you sell? There's no level, yeah. there's no data, there's no nothing. But there's an argument, right? People say, ah, oh, but these coins are not going to perform as, as, as good as the new ones. And I'm like, okay, so is it money that you're going for? Is it, is it the, the gains that you're going for? Because you've got no, 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 nothing to use to help you sell or get out of the token. And they're like, yes. And I'm like, okay. But then I run a 2 or 3x on the side of Cardano and it'll do the exact same amount as your coin. So it's not about the money. It's, it's, it's not about the, the, this new coin. And like, people don't even... like. A lot of these coins haven't even survived bear markets yet. And that's one thing I realized with these tokens. Like if they've gone through a bear market, I respect them a bit more. And if they survived and they've gone through at least two cycles before, I respect them and it gives me levels. Now, guys, there's a few things that I use here. I'm a TA chartist. I love it. It doesn't have any emotions, but I need to buy on a few things. The first thing I need to buy on is I need to buy on the stochastic RSI on the weekly bottom. That for me has always been... These, these indicators are so powerful on very high timeframes. They get weaker as you go to the lower. That, that's how it works with indicators, right? Um, so when this gets to the bottom, it's great. The next thing that I do is I literally look for a very strong Fibonacci level. And you can see we are not too far out from the 618. This has always been a great tool for me to DCA in. And, and it's just known as the, the golden zone, right? The, the golden pocket when it comes. Don't ask me why the numbers work, but they work. And then what I need is I need a fourth, uh, a third thing. The third thing for me would be, I need some sort of horizontal support on a two, okay? And the reason why I'm putting all these things, because it sort of highlights the area for me, and it doesn't make me jump. It doesn't make me jump too early. It makes me like, be slightly patient for these things. So now what I'm looking for is I'm looking for a good FIB level. I'm looking for good support. I'm waiting for RSI to get at the bottom. And then exactly what Scott does, the last thing that I need over there is I need a good old trend line, right? I need a good old trend line that's 
gives me an idea that all these indicators are showing me the area. It gives me a good idea of, you know, we break in trend and this is when we should start moving. Remember what a, what a, a actual, sorry, I know I'm teaching a little bit, Joe, if you don't mind, bro. It's, it's, no, it's what I want. Yeah. Cause we're okay, going to talk good. about that in a minute. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, so guys, end of the day, what is a trend line? A trend line is literally just tracking a token, lower highs, you know, lower lows all the time. And it's the same to the upside. If something's trending up, you can pop a trend in there and just track the higher lows. That's all that it's doing. It's literally just tracking. So when you have that in play, when you finally have the first little example of popping out that trend, it's indicating something's changed and you'll tend to have a higher high after that higher low. And then this will start to happen over here. So a trend line is just showing you that, hey, you've been giving lower highs. The bears have been winning this fight. There's only two teams in this battle. Red and red and green, right? The red's been winning at this time, but now something is starting to shift. And when you got that with also very good support areas uh, and things like that, you know, it tends to get you many more winners, especially when you got, um, you know, um, four or five indicators or indicating one spot. So I teach a lot about these things and why the 618 and why these things are so good. Because guys, how many people were buying two, three weeks ago? We saying this thing's 40% down now. RSIs are down now. Everyone's very bearish now there's a lot of fear in the market and these are the perfect things to to actually use to buy within the market so i love using a lot of these tools because they they teach me to buy these pullbacks i buy good levels and things like that so the tokens for me brother um i still think ethereum's gonna rocket i really do that's um that's that's play. my yep. I'm, I'm trading a little bit of arbitrum and optimism and lido and stuff on the side with it definitely um because they also have a lot of opportunity to the upside and then to be honest i'm swing and sort of long-term trading a lot of these previous cycle tokens and i got thought chain absolutely rocketed um this thing has been massive for me we accumulated this whole area and you know what's crazy it all started with a damn trend line break yep that's where it started every right every time and that was the, the the whole thing for me and uh it's actually quite interesting too here if i show you this period here because there's a little trend line break here if i just pop a flip from the bottom to the top there what number did it bounce on 618 baby and that's the that that's the thing so guys have your fundamentals have the coins that you want but end of the day you know have a proper strategy and you know my four check or my five check uh, uh list before i'm allowed to buy a token um basically really works out my risk to reward it really works out that my rewards are a lot bigger than my risk it, it gets me smart in those things the only thing that changes is my time frames and i want to show you this for a second for the audience here um these are a lot of things you'll learn about the the trading and stuff 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 through uh school and stuff but if you look at this guys your one hour chart shows you literally 24 to 48 hours of data that's it so if you try to buy something for a long term on a one hour chart like you're looking at the wrong data right the four hour shows you three to five days your eight hour shows you six to eight days 12 hour 10 to 14 daily and then obviously your weekly shows you three months what happens next three months and uh the monthly obviously shows you what what happens within the next year so if you're a investor all you have to focus on is one time frame right one time frame one checklist one one strategy and that's all you got to do and that strategy makes sure that you buy pullbacks good major levels and confirmation buys um and if you're a trader you just shift if you're a part-time worker and you want to trade on the side you know a four hours perfect for you because it's one or two trades a week right you don't have the time but you can still make money and i think that's the power of what we're trying to get here 
Dude, you're the best guest in history. I don't have to do a damn thing. It's amazing. But guys, I want to tell you, so none of this was like planned. We said, what are we going to talk about? And we said, we'll just shoot the shit. Bring right? it. So, but I want to tell you, like, tired. You, guys, you guys have been seeing me on the weekly chart on Bitcoin talking about the golden pocket, the 61.8% retrace oh. that we've seen in every single one. And you see that we both drew the same exact damn line on Solana, right? And we're approaching these the same way. And because I watch Sheldon's show every day, literally helps me prep. You're like ahead of me usually by two hours. It's great. So I can see uh, yeah. what the hell this guy's talking about. <laughs> and because your team then came to me and said, listen, Sheldon teaches. You don't have any educational thing. They're like, you want to do a course? And I was like, no, but I want to help Sheldon do his course because we do the market the same way. So uh, yeah, huge announcement. I said is that because Sheldon and I are so aligned and because what they're doing is completely free and I don't mm -hmm. want to charge for a course, I'm jumping in uh, to Sheldon's. You're doing a cohort. I'm late because I'm late. I'm slow. Right. And I always mm -hmm. mess everything mm -hmm. up. If you ask anyone, I have ADHD. <laughs> so it's like we could talk about it for months and then it's like, oh, it's Tuesday. But literally on Tuesday, yeah, yeah. it's I think it's at like 1230 Eastern Standard Time. I'm joining and going to help uh, Sheldon teaching uh, sniper school, or actually I'm just going to kind of go through it and learn. I've taken the entire course, believe it or not, guys. I don't do anything uh, outside of make content, and I sat through the entire thing and did it. So you can sign up with my link down below. It is completely free. It's right down in the description. Literally what he just did, which I didn't even know you'd show up and teach. I thought we were going to you know, talk about mm -hmm. uh, coins mm -hmm. to moons and, and all that shit. That, we're just going to do this together. And it's free. And all you got to do is sign up with the link right down below. I mean, can you, I, I know we're a little, I'm running you over time a little bit, but can you just tell them what to expect from, uh, from school so I don't have to? So guys, you know, also just to sum it down quickly, like again, three, three years ago, three years ago, I was a carpenter and, you know, these were the little tools that after a couple of months of liquidations and crypto really wrecking me and just like getting to a point I wanted to quit, you know, I, I managed to get a, a few of these very simple things down and I started putting them together and uh, I started actually treating my money in my portfolio as businesses. Like I literally, if I had a thousand dollars, 200 would go there. 400 would go there. One would be for a car. One would be to pay rent. One would be for groceries. Like that was the power of it when I started actually having purpose behind the money. So my goal here is to actually just make sure that you realize that you're the boss of your money now. You need purpose. You need structure. You need a very simple system that anyone can do. And stop confusing yourself. This little dip that you're seeing on the daily, like as an investor, why do you give a crap? Like, you know what I mean? And that's the big thing. It's, it's just about looking at the right sort of thing. So you'll be able to go from completely novice to having actual understanding about what we're talking about, to have an actual understanding of where to buy tokens and to, to have your, your uh, emotions relax a bit. And the moment you can actually relax and uh, start making good decisions and not make decisions on emotions anymore is the moment you start to fly, guys. So it's just about to give you that aha moment. I know a lot of people have already been in crypto for probably a couple of years. You're probably missing one bolt, to be honest. You've built your car. You just need a, a Titan one or two screws and you're going you're gonna to kick butt out there, right? Um, so the goal is to get you that. And one thing you will get at Sniper School, and then I'm excited to have you, bro, because I want to get your views. You know, you're going to be the one talking a little bit more than me on the next one. Yeah, we'll um, <laughs> I, I want to get a little bit of your, your, your views, bro. Um, but the one thing that you do get there, guys, is, uh, you know, you got a powerhouse team that just did it. Guys that didn't have much, you know, and this is my whole team. This is Craig. This is my, my mom's there. My mom kicks butt. My mom's, you know, in her 40s. This is my favorite part of the whole she, story. She trades all the time. She'll be there. You know what I mean? And you'll just see how crypto brought us together as a, as this family. And uh, you're going to have a family. And I think that's a big thing to have here. The days you're feeling a bit down, you're feeling a bit nervous and stuff like that. You know, uh, you got people that pick you up. And sometimes they're feeling down, you pick them up. So it's an incredible community. It's a 
very, very, very good course. Um, and it's uh, it's just going to give you what you need to succeed in the space. And uh, we just want you to succeed. That's why it's literally yeah, free. I, I do it out of love. Yeah. What I really love about you're obviously teaching people to trade, right? But you're not encouraging that necessarily. Like I said, you're really encouraging people to get in a better mindset and to understand that they need to zoom out and the real money is going to be made by yeah, I, investing exactly. slowly, right? So I think it's- And I don't want them to be millionaires and then they give it all back, right? It's like, let's stop bumping our head on the same branch. So it's just trying to give our experiences to show them. And uh, uh, we have a massive amount. Guys, we've had uh, 60, 62,000 people through Sniper School in year one. <laughs> I don't so understand that. I have 15,000 like, in this people that right ever now. watched. That's like more people than have watched my channel in history and you're like, yeah, you <laughs> get them lined up for a school. It's insane. I don't, you it's guys, insane. and we have a couple guys that have already become millionaires. Like the stories are insane. So that's what it's about, bro. It's, it's, it's us against the world, right? Back to back, we take it on and we go every single day. So that's it, bro. Dude, I absolutely love it, guys. Once again, down in the description, I'm reminding you again, it's completely free. It is free. I'm not it chilling you something here. You just sign up and Sheldon is, uh, will teach you. And I want to show up because I think that this is an opportunity. I mean, I think you already have like 14,000 people in this cohort or something crazy. Yeah. And the an next one starts in March. This one, you guys can still get in though, only on Scott's link though. On yeah. any other links, you cannot get in this cohort. Only on, on his link you can get. So we're allowing in. And then the next one's in March. And then I think we do every, every six weeks is a brand new one. Um, Sorry for being a procrastinator, guys. <laughs> That's why it's We're going to keep doing this. And I, I really do want to be a part of it because I passionately believe that uh, if you're going to be in this market, you can't just watch a bunch of YouTube and hope for the best. You got to really- Bro, we, we worked our butts off and let's let's leave a legacy, right? Let's leave a legacy. Let's build a culture and everyone, you start to get the new stars that get born from it. I've seen guys that are about to join shows. They're about to create their own cohorts. Like, why? There's big opportunities yeah. for you guys. And, and yeah, to that end, I'm about to start expanding our channel, as I told you guys. So maybe some of the people who come through this and successful could end up as hosts on my, my channel. Right. If you need any, you amazing. let me know. We've got tons. The talent Perfect. walking through the door at the moment is, is insane. It's insane. I need it. All right, man. I kept Sheldon over time, and I've got damn waiting. Awesome, man. Uh, Thank you okay, so much. Okay. I can't wait to Thank do this you, on Tuesday, guys. Everybody see you Tuesday, bro. Okay. Yeah, much love. Right, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bessie man, Sheldon's going. He's getting married and going on a going on a honeymoon soon. He's trying to get it all in before he takes weeks off. And anyone in this market knows how difficult it is to take a couple of weeks off. It's really, really uh, mentally hard. You you know what we've got next? But first, I've got to tell you, since we're in the mood for talking about things uh, that we're doing, the Wolf of All Streets Times Dev E up there in the corner. I told you guys about them last week. I've been meeting with this team on an extremely regular basis because I'm so gun shy about sponsors, as you guys know, I very rarely do it. Uh, I bet Dan's in the back in the waiting room going, Scott has sponsors on his show because Scott never has had a sponsor on his show ever <laughs> since we've been, we've been doing this. But as you can see guys, it's down in the description and also scrolling down there along the bottom, describe it as a hyper scale blockchain that's flexible to be regulatory to compliant. Really, what you need to know about it is that it's regulatory compliant everywhere, exceptionally, exceptionally environmentally friendly. They literally built this for the people who have to be or want to be concerned with ESG and the environment. And it's insanely, insanely programmable and adaptable for governments, large corporations. Basically, guys, this is the uh, the blockchain that everybody's going to be using at the institutional level that's faster, cheaper, cleaner, all those things. I think I told you guys about it, but the people who are developing it, you know, usually you hear like, uh, who's uh, developing that new layer one blockchain? And it's like uh, Anon, Goatface, uh, Ape, 
on Twitter, right? Uh, in this case, it is the former head of the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency, the inventor of and builder of the Kindle, the former CIO of Starbucks, the former president of Universal Pictures. This is a... Uh, I wouldn't be talking about it unless it was a lot of people a hell of a lot more accomplished than me that's building it. Also, as you'll notice below, this we're just telling you about them. There's no affiliate link down below. I want you to click and check them out, but uh, there's nothing in it for me uh, if you click and sign up to something, nothing of that. I'm literally just telling you about it because it's awesome, unique, and worth knowing about. Guys, it is time now for Dan Chart Guys. Dude, I know you usually hear me like uh, talking to somebody about ETFs or about like the long-term value of Bitcoin. You show up today and all of a sudden it's a, a lot of charts. Yeah, definitely right up my alley. A little bit more engaging for me mentally. So yeah, it was great. I like chilling. Yeah, it's nice because you always show up early and we didn't bore you this time. So exactly. it's, I, I, it's wonderful. I, I'm curious then where you are thinking now with Bitcoin kind of struggling around this for, I guess some people could say it's great. It's right around 40,000. I would say kind of struggling around 40,000. Uh, curious your view. Yeah, I'm on the 12 hour time frame here in the, on the shorter term side of things. And my simple, you know, guide is if this EMA 12 is resistance then nothing is changing. If we get over that, then we could say, all right, a temporary bottom is being set. But if we're talking bigger picture, you know, I've been the devil's advocate in the sense of, hey, you know, we might set a six month lower high and, and pull back and tighten up for a lot of 2024. And so the next big check mark as to if that's going to be happening or not is going to be on the weekly time frame. So we're going to bounce eventually on the weekly and I'm expecting a weekly lower high. And that's where we use retracements to help us determine most likely scenarios. And so let's just say, you know, we don't have enough information that this is the bottom for now. But if it were... We would need to see the bulls get back up to 44,000 or so to try and reclaim 50% plus bounce retracement. Because anything less than that, the next big check mark for bears will be can the bears confirm a weekly downtrend as a result of the next bounce? And if they do that, that's going to significantly increase the probabilities that that six month lower high is going to form and that we're going to tighten up for, you know, another six months potentially. As, as you mentioned, you know, it might be really boring for the next six to eight months. And and, you know, we were saying that even to euphoria, we have to be prepared for that as a possible scenario. And if you're looking to accumulate, you want that. That's the thing. Like it, you want that to set the six month higher low and to do exactly what 2017, 2018 did, just tighten up and then it's time to go. And so the question is, do we tighten up, look for the longer term entries on the six month higher low, maybe in the low 30,000s, and then eventually get a break where it's party time. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, as you heard me say to him, I sort of sent that triggering tweet that was, you know, uh, who's ready for six to me? I'm personally ready for six to eight months of chop, something like that. I mean, in my mind, even beyond the case you just made on the chart, we just had the ETF trade. That was all the hype in the world. Now we move on to the having narrative, inevitably. Maybe we'll get an Ethereum spot ETF. Maybe that'll be a thing. But to me, we go right back to where we would have been if we had never had the ETF, the spot ETF, which is the having narrative. And you look at every single having cycle. And yes, there's 30% moves in both directions. That's volatility, but that's still sideways to me, unless you're breaking key highs or breaking below key lows, right? So you just showed it'll go, that could be sideways. And then after the summer, the having supply reduction or whatever, the stars start to align and it kicks in and we go, you know, parabolic through the end of that year and into the, final year of that process. And then we top and 
you know, good luck. So to me, that means fall of 2024 and then 2025 is really, really exciting. Yeah. I'm not saying that will happen, but I'm saying there's a very clear case for that to happen that people should be prepared for. Absolutely. Again, prepare the whole way up. My, my thing was, I don't know what's going to happen. You be prepared for the lower high. You be prepared for all time highs. Have a game plan for each. And so there's nothing drastically surprising with the price action right now. And just the fact that, you know, the, the monthly time frame, we just, you know, that's Macy's. We don't want that. The, the monthly time frame for Bitcoin uh, just went straight up. We need a monthly higher low. I mean, we just went from 25 to almost 50. That's a 100% move in four or five months. We have to set a monthly higher low at some point here. And so the reversal candle is shaping up for January. And again, that weekly downtrend, whether or not that confirms, is going to be uh, key for the bigger picture for the monthly and the six month time frame. And one other thing to, you know, we've been talking about the cannabis sector every now and again. The the most the best trade I've ever made in my trading career was selling 2017 Euphoria and rolling it into to cannabis. And we're seeing that again taking shape where, you know, we have the climax top on Bitcoin. We're now down like I did the math yesterday. It was we're down 18%. And in that same period of time, MSOS, the cannabis ETF, is up 28%. And so there is that rotational trade again. And a lot of people are interested in both sectors uh, just because, you know, if you if you talk about what's the highest risk, highest reward space you can put your money in, it's crypto. And it's it's these sectors that are you know trying for law changes and, and are very underdeveloped still at this point. I really think that uh, I saw a survey actually that supported this. But like one of the biggest things Biden could theoretically do to try to win this election is get marijuana rescheduled. The amount yep. of votes that they're predicting it could bring simply by him, him doing that as a political move is pretty compelling. I don't I'm not saying vote for Biden. I'm not getting making a political statement. I'm just saying that they've done the research and they know that if he changed this, he doesn't lose anyone because they're all Democrats anyways. And he could gain a huge swath of the population that wants to see this uh, rescheduled. It, yeah, it's essentially, you know, if 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 he continues to struggle and if the polls continue to be unfavorable, it's it's a Hail Mary. It's, you know, you've got to try something and, you know, consider you've already come out verbally in support of this thing. All right, now prove it. Like, do something. And uh, that's one of the reasons why, you know, we're waiting for this DEA headline that can come out at any point. Uh, I'll pull up the MSOS chart right now. But uh, we're waiting for the headline that can come at any point. But I'm also open to the possibility they might save it you know, for the summer or for late summer heading into the fall to kind of coast on that headline a bit more rather than, you know, use it up now. And then six months goes by and it kind of fades a bit. Yeah, I, I, I'll i give you like October, one month before the election, you know, and uh, it's close and try to time it perfectly. But uh, I, I totally agree. It's funny. People are saying it's being rescheduled. Oh, it's being rescheduled in the next year, regardless of president. Yeah, but I, I agree with that. And that's why Dan's been saying this is the trade. But I'm saying you could probably time it more accurately based on the political motivation of it happening. It's, and listen, is, you know, it's happening is, eventually. Like right. it's it, the world only moves in one direction when it comes to those things. So. And this is a, a small amount of pricing it in as more and more people become aware of the decision and, and you know, think that it's likely to happen. I mean, we're up 50 percent in almost just about a month. And so. You know, it's not priced in. I'm not saying that, but I just want to let people know the more you run up into rescheduling, uh, the more it does get priced in. So as I've been saying, you know, I'm going to treat that headline very differently how I trade it if it comes out and we're trading at $9 or if it comes out and we've been going up for three months and we're trading at, you know, $13, $14. But with where we stand right now, bigger picture, it's all about $9.88 on MSOS. 
And some of the stronger individual names have already broken that level, but MSOS here uh, is still hovering just under it. So that's the next uh, major hurdle that the bulls need to get over. And if we were to do that, that would be the first monthly uptrend that this ETF has ever seen. So it's been all bare and now we're just basing out and trying to flip those scales where demand starts to exceedingly exceed supply. And we're almost there. It looks like such a big pump when you zoom in and then you zoom out and it's just crazy. That's how altcoin charts look. You're like, I'm up 3x and it's still down 94% yep. <laughs> all-time high. And, right. and you know, last night I watched on uh, Netflix the, what's it called? The dumb money, the, the GME story. Yeah, bad metric. And, I, yeah, yeah. And so that just came, makes, makes me think like, man, you get that, the right sexy headline and you get retail jumping on this thing and it's that's that's when it gets fun. So uh, definitely keeping focus there until we get uh, a decision from the DEA. How's the movie? It was pretty good. I the, my one it, my one problem with it was at the end it was kind of like sunshine and rainbows, and it's like no, we dropped ninety percent, and a ton of bag holders were created. I have friends that you know I was typing with online, like hey, you know, trying to reason with them, but nope, the short squeeze is just getting started. You know, we're going. 500 to a thousand plus and they're bag holders now. And so it kind of diminished the fact that a bunch of retail was hurt, you know, retail one, sure. But then a bunch of retail was hurt and they didn't really talk anything about how GME has performed after the short squeeze, which is terrible. Yeah. I, Hollywood. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was like uh, the, the guy, uh, the Michael Lewis or whatever, wrote the SBF book. It's like he just stopped the history of the book before SBF got in trouble. So yeah, I'm exactly. Not revise this. I'm just going to do the good part. Yeah, and so yeah, here's GME, the monthly time frame. There's the squeeze adjusted for the the reverse split, and here we are down, you know, almost ninety percent. And so yes, it was a glorious moment, but if you didn't know to take profit. And, and so many retail traders don't. I mean, we learned that your first crypto cycle that you're in, you're going to get back way more profit than you want to. And so I just know that many millions of people did that in this, this GME story. Absolutely. Is there anything else you're watching right now? I mean, things just, yeah, we did have the blue sky breakout on stocks over the last week. I mean, you got SBX making all time high, QQQ, all of it. I mean, it's pretty crazy. The semiconductors like are running, they're running yeah. the show. And, you know, we had the, over the last, over the summer of last year, we had the AI hype and people were talking about, you know, is AI a bubble back in last May? And the Here semiconductors are. are, you know, everything that you hoped they could be in more in terms of, you know, people were talking about the AI bubble back here. And uh, this is NVDA just continuing to cruise higher. And you got SMCI and AMD and these charts are just showing Granted, we're entering the euphoria stage, which means caution, but uh, they're just absolute beast mode. And the semiconductors are running the NASDAQ and the NASDAQ is running the S&P 500. And uh, that's keeping things really strong right now. As far as other things I'm watching, I'm watching these crypto stocks. Uh, I was playing this MARA bounce. I got a really good fill on Friday, but uh, I bailed yesterday after we failed to break the bounce high. And my mindset was just, you know, the NASDAQ can't be any stronger Bitcoin's 5% off its lows, and we're not breaking the bounce highs right now. That's a bit of a red flag for me, but still trading sideways at the moment. You know, it could easily be a bear flag. It all depends on whether Bitcoin gets over that 12-hour EMA 12 that I pointed out first thing. Yeah, I am not thrilled about how miners have uh, behaved here. 
And it's, you know, it's, you look at coin and it's, it's just, you know, it, it does make sense though. Like yeah, all these things that see, everything's obvious in hindsight guys. Right. So like, I'm not going, I will never be the one who claims, Oh, it's so obvious. Like I didn't really, people mentioned the GBTC unlock. I didn't understand the gravity of that. And that even if we got literally billions in fresh money and inflows, that that would continue to keep the market down. I, I underestimated that. I also think I underestimated the rotation out of miners and coin and and micro strategy into the ETFs. These things were all the these were the things that people were buying because there was no ETF and now they're yeah, rotating out. They were the proxies. Doesn't mean they're going to go down forever. Those are temporary things. But I'm just saying I underestimated. I saw miners flying. And I said, "Oh, they're going to get an ETF. This has got to be great for everything Bitcoin." Well, a hell of a lot of people clearly who were uh, owning miners would rather own an ETF. Yeah. And these stocks all topped out before that ETF. Uh, yeah, and, they did. and, you know, what I'm watching for, we talked about Bitcoin. Okay. Next weekly bounce, you know, where do we set a lower high? Do we confirm the downtrend? I'm looking at coin and I'm just looking for something very similar. You know, we're going to, we're going to set a weekly high or low. We're going to bounce and set a lower high eventually. And so I am keeping an eye out for swing entries, looking for the weekly higher lows in these crypto stocks. It's just a question of, in my opinion, do we get one more leg down first or not? And that's what we're watching for over the next week. Interesting. Something I drew on, I just brought up the coin chart yesterday. I, I mean, I'm a long-term investor in coin. I just, for some reason, hadn't really been watching this. I have a couple charts for everything, but I had drawn this back in November, I guess, when it broke out. And listen, it almost got to the target anyway, so not great, but always anticipating this sort of retest of the 116 area. Oh, yeah. Now, right? And it got to like 117.6. Or something. You usually get front run when you have a level, but I'm, I'm, listen, I'm going to buy more probably just a dollar, just, just because I like buying coin as a long term investment. But, uh, this kind of got back to where I was talking about, you know, and I wasn't really paying attention because I, you know, maybe I had an alarm on this and it didn't quite trigger. But, uh, this is a pretty interesting area for coin, in my opinion. This was the top of accumulation literally from when this launched. I mean, you're talking about May 22 to November 23. This is where it found a base after all that downside. So uh, it's a pretty compelling chart. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out because I didn't realize we were that close to that level. One of our, our chart guys, team members, Lamont, is all about volume profile. And I'm, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to send this chart over to him because I know that's going to be right up his alley in terms of a previous resistance level looking to act as support. Yeah, I mean, that was the twice top of that entire range for a good year and a half. Do you expect that to kind of come down? Somebody's saying, can you explain the GBTC outflows? Why is FTX part of this? It's all because GPTC has higher fees than the new ETFs. Uh, I'm going to let Dan go because he's done, and then I'll explain that to you. Is that cool? Sure. <laughs> all right, Dan, man. Thank you so much, guys. Follow Chart Guys, of course. Uh, always appreciate you having you here at Insight. We'll see you next week, man. All right, Thanks. Scott. Thanks. See you. Awesome. So listen, we're going to do the giveaway, obviously, in a minute because that's what we do around here and because Misha got new hair. And I literally would give away money just for you guys to see his hair. But let's go back to this. Can you explain the GBTC outflows? Why is FTX part of this? It's all because GBTC has higher fees than the new ETF. So first of all, I think it was on this Monday, I did a video on this for the street, um, which you can revisit on the street. But this is what's happening. So FTX, obviously, their estate was a huge holder of GBTC. They participated in that massive widowmaker arbitrage trade that everybody's talking about that effectively crushed the entire industry. Like... Uh, Three Arrows Capital, BlockFi, FTX, all Gemini, all of these people, the way that a lot of the way that they were uh, making yield, if you guys remember, was that GBTC used to trade at a huge premium. So they could basically make free money by buying it, waiting the six months till they could get their money out and then making a huge premium over spot. 
it went to uh it went down into uh, uh the negative territory became a discount wrecked absolutely everybody but as part of the estate ftx massive amount of gbtc a billion dollars worth the, they were unable to take their money out there were no redemptions of gbtc for over a year gbtc literally grayscale just held people's money charged a two percent fee for having it and just never let anyone out. Your money was literally locked. I'm not talking about shares you could trade on the stock market. So what happened was the minute it became an ETF, it became redeemable and tradable as it converted. So FTX, on behalf of their creditors, which is exactly what they're supposed to do, liquidated their GBTC to get that billion dollars out, which goes into the bankruptcy for creditors. That was one part of it. The other part, obviously, the higher fees, GBTC Grayscale did a quick calculation and said, we already have $27 billion in AUM. Everybody else has zero. If we charge a higher fee, we're going to lose a ton of people. But how many will we keep that we can still make a ton of money going from 2% to 1.5%? Remember, if they go from 2% to 0.2% like everyone else, people might stay, but they lose all the money they've been making. They've been making 2% on $27 billion, right? So 0.2% on $27 billion ain't that great for them. going to take a 90% haircut in fees, right? So that was a huge part of it. And then there's just a shit ton of people, I think, who were trading the discount literally just as a trade, right? And who didn't care about being in Bitcoin or being GBTC. They said there's an asset that's at a 50% discount to the, to the uh, underlying asset. And it got to zero and they closed. I did not expect to give you that full uh, accounting, but that's what it is. And now it's time to bring on our newly, I was going to say dreadheaded, but it's Brains. <laughs> well, that's what happens. Yeah. I call it white ASAP Rocky. What, what does that mean? Why, what? ASAP Rocky. I don't know what it, how you oh, call SAP, it. So, oh, ASAP Rocky. I got ASAP you. White Rock, ASAP right. Rocky. Yeah, see, this is, you know, ASAP. That's, that's true. You look like you do. You look like white ASAP Rocky. Like you exactly. could be Post Malone right now. I feel like you went through one of these phases or something. So, guys, you know, listen, no more man bun, as Alistair said. Yeah, it's fine. It'll be back. Trust me. That man bun will be back and it will be back stronger than ever. I have no doubt. Let's give away $100, as you guys have gotten used to. Uh, we asked a question. The answer that Misha likes the best, so that you don't blame me, you can hate him. Uh, it, gets, it gets the win. $100 in Tether, USDT, sent directly to your account. You have to email Mike at the Wolf of All It's worked every time. I'm actually impressed. This has worked. People have emailed you every single time. Very clear. Uh, so what is our question of the day? So the question is, if you win this $100, what would you spend it on? ASAP Misha wants to know what you're going to spend the $100 on if you win. You can give us a real answer. Dude, tomorrow, I'm going to literally ask them to give you nicknames with your new haircut. That would have been better. But today, it's if you win $100, what are you going to do with the money? Matthew, a BJ oh. from Carolyn Ellison. Yeah, I'll let you do it. You go. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm all just right, going right, to watch. Right. I'm going to watch what happens here. FDM. Nope. Hookers and Coke. You won't. It's not enough. Man. Yeah, it's not going to go very far, guys. I don't know what country you're in, but. Uh, all right. Cannabis. If, if you can get that all for right. $100, you might want to stay away. Just That's being honest. Fine. Pizza, good. Big. Someone said he would invest in BitConnect strong. SBF's medicine supply. See, I'm going to buy some Bitcoin, Scott. I mean, you can't beat that. No way. Uh, yellow into Bitcoin to be a billionaire in 12 months. So, I think I have the winner, but I will, you know, I will, I will, I will turn it on later. Okay. A monkey butler. 
That's a good one. And you bring up Matthew every single time. Oh, shit. Yeah, Did he, he win actually, yesterday? I think he won it. Like, he, yeah, he won Matthews, it. Matthew's a Chad. He, he gets your attention every single time. Maybe it's the handsome picture. SBF Medicine Supply. Is it enough? $100? Scott. It, it depends on your insurance carrier and what your uh, premium is. Oh, yeah. This is pretty obvious. Investing in Bitcoin. Yeah, a lot of people are going to invest in Bitcoin. Oven mints I mean, with dogs. Buying a house in Argentina is still not enough. You could buy that. You could buy like probably like 10 liquidators. Okay, that's good. All right, let's have these. Life size Gary Gensler, so I can punch it. That one's funny. Harry Cardano. <laughs> All right, puppy. Nope. Sorry. The last one tasted horrid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. It's so funny. Clean my car. I don't know. Um, you know what, man? Listen, I'm not trying to play favorites, but I keep seeing it. We love Drew, and he had a baby nine days ago, and has oh. high hospital bills. So I'm I'm sorry. I know we can keep going with the engagement. We're sending the money to Drew. That's good. Hundred percent. I the, yeah. the, the the things are flying by. You guys all gave great answers. But anyone who's had a baby, regardless of how good your insurance is, knows that there end up being these insane hidden costs. And it, I remember dealing with that with the hospital and negotiating and all of that. Drew, you're getting a hundred bucks for sure, for sure. So send an email to Mike at the Wolf of All And we were up against time, anyways. But uh, I let you guys gave great answers. They're very funny, but uh, that that one just hit different because uh, I know what it's like to have a nine day old, and Drew's still here watching us, which blows my mind. But uh, yeah, man, you get that one for sure, hundred percent. So uh, send uh, Mike at the Wolf of All an email, and he will get you your hundred bucks. You know what, man? Send Drew two hundred bucks, please. Drew wins two hundred dollars today. Okay, um, hopefully that will uh, that will help. And you should all go to his store. You know that while we're doing the Drusify thing, I have to go now to find the link. Uh, yeah, guys. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna shill Drew for you. But uh, we, we've done this before. Where's the link? Here it is. If you guys want to help Juicified some more. Guys, I promise you he doesn't like work for me or anything. But uh, here, he has an Etsy store with all these amazing Bitcoin, Silicon Valley, Lehman Brothers, Pepe. It is Etsy.com slash shop slash Crypto Designs Co. So I think you can probably search Crypto, C-R-Y-P-T-O, Designs, like plural, right? Oh, and it should come to this, but crypto designs co, right? And you'll, you'll see his stuff. That's where you go. I'm sure this would also help with the insane hospital bills for his nine day old. So please guys, etsy.com slash shop slash crypto designs co go help Drusify. And also I didn't show you guys this earlier now that we're uh, done here, but this is the crypto school.cryptobanter.com slash sniper school. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's in the description. But you'll see Sheldon's handsome face. Guys, I really believe in this. We talked about it. I'm not kidding. For like eight or nine months, I was slow. You know, guys know it takes me a long time to decide to do something on this channel, to push something. But I really, I went through the entire freaking course. It's great. It will really help teach you guys. If you care about trading this market, just sign up down below. And please go uh, check out Drusified's store as well. Misha, are we done? Yeah, we got to go. It's 10.01, man. We ran over. Thank you so much, guys. We will see you. Uh, tomorrow's the Friday Five with NLW. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we review all the biggest news of the week. 
Uh, always a good way to wrap up the week. Thank you, guys. We will see you tomorrow from myself and ASAP Misha. Later, guys. Bye. That's dope.